Truth and Fire, the podcast is brought to you by truthandfire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Welcome to another installment of Truth and Fire, the podcast, which picks up where Truth and Fire, the blog, leaves off. I'm your host, Verite Feu, and you can find me at V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U on all social media platforms. Today, we'll be talking about Nipsey Hussle and the definition of a good man. More specifically, I want to get into what the world says is good versus what makes a man good in the eyes of God. I'll also be sharing a few thoughts on Nipsey's memorial service, which was just held this past Thursday. All of this and more when we return. Welcome back. This is episode six of Truth and Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Verité Feu, which simply means Truth and Fire en Francais. Now, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a script in front of me and this script wants to be read, but I don't want to read it because it's really holding me back from saying what I really want to say. <laughs> I... I'm trying to be professional as a podcaster, but I'm beginning to realize that is not my thing. That ain't what I do. That ain't what I do. I'm not, I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm going to get on this microphone. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And, you know, to God be the glory. That's how we're going to do this. Because I am, I have so many thoughts about this Nipsey Hustle situation. Like, trying to stick with the script is just going to drive me insane. Like I have so much to say. So I'm going to ask the Lord to give me wisdom to say what I need to say in love, to say what I need to say um, with measured words and to say what I need to say, um, you know, with patience, with understanding that not everyone understands the truth. But I pray that the Lord gives me the freedom to speak the truth right now, okay? Not that my script is a lie. It's just that it's very neat and packaged and I can't, like, I I can't, I can't do it. So I'm just going to leave this script alone. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the script, okay? Here's what I want to say about the Nipsey Hussle situation. The, The issue... I have with Nipsey Hussle's legacy life and death situation is not the good works that he did per se. I'm not a hater. Good job. You know, bravo. He did good works. He was uplifting his community. Um, Sounds like more people on the West Coast knew about it than anybody else because I never heard of it. Not that I need to know things to make it relevant, but my point is, um, myself and a good slew of people that I've talked to are saying, I've never heard of this guy before. I've never known. And I mean, a good number, a good number. Um, even some of my students um, who were between the ages of 17 and 24, um, talking to them, even they didn't really know a lot about him. They knew his music, you know, but they didn't know a lot of the stuff that he'd been doing. So nobody really knew what he was doing outside of maybe the West Coast, right? And so for everything to blow up as it did is interesting to me. And I'm looking at this from a spiritual level, right? So bear with me. 
the platform that has been created out of bolstering this man's good works has been a platform that has only allowed for Nipsey Hussle to be glorified, number one. Number two, for a lot of false statements to be made regarding life and death um, and spirituality and faith. A lot of lies, a lot of things have come out as, as to be true, which are actually lies regarding death, life, the spiritual realm and things like that. And I and I so I am I'm discerning that the Antichrist spirit is behind all this. Okay, follow me now. I know I sound to some I may sound crazy, but I know I know what I know. This is this is not God is not going to give us a platform to not glorify him. Satan will. Satan will give us a platform to not glorify God. But God is not giving us a platform to not glorify him. Yeah, I'm just going to put you on a pedestal so you can just blaspheme me. Great. What I'm getting at is everything in the last few days regarding Nipsey Hussle's good works have been about Nipsey Hussle. The gospel has not been preached. God's name has not been glorified. Nowhere. It's all been about it's all been about Nipsey. The other thing is the fact that throughout the coverage of him, he's been called a good man. He's been depicted as divine. And he's been basically declared to be in heaven at this point. Now, mind you, if I were to come on the mic and be like, he roasted in hell. I don't know that. I'm not saying he is. I don't know that to be a fact. But if I were to come out or some other people were to come out and go, Nipsey went straight to hell, right? People would lose their minds. How dare you make assumptions about where you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. However, people have been very bold about saying that this man, and, and definitive about saying that this man is in a better place. No one at his... Uh, memorial service or anyone who's spoken well of him or spoken of him in general has said I don't know where he's at I don't know where he is nah or he he, he you know based on the life he was leading he probably went straight. nope nobody's saying that everybody's saying oh this man's in a better place and they're giving him a lot of credence for making it to heaven or a better place or paradise um, based on his good works. And so that's another thing. So it goes back to my first issue, the point of them calling him a good man. So they're making Nipsey Hussle a good man. They're making him divine. And they basically put this man in heaven. Let me read something for you from Matthew 6 that is going to kind of launch me into my discussion for the day. This comes from Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4. And this is Jesus speaking, okay? Jesus says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, 
Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. There's a lot about Nipsey's good works that a lot of us did not know. But it's not because Nipsey was humble about it. His debut studio album, Victory Lap, which was released last February, so February 2018, and for which he received a Grammy nomination in 2019, that album is a nice, boastful, prideful smorgasbord of bragging on how he made a meal and how he did it all on his own without nobody's help, no handouts, blah, 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 and how he was able to build a block and buy the block and da 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 da, da give back and, and basically shaming everybody who hasn't given back like he has. and Huh? So that was a lot of boasting. And there was a lot of self-righteousness going on there, right? So... What we've been seeing with his funeral arrangements, his funeral service, his memorial service, with the vigils around the country, with President Barack Obama writing him a letter, even though he can't read it, he can't hear it, he doesn't know it was even done because he's dead, you know. Even though all of these things have occurred, that's it. That's it for him. That's it. When you do your charitable deed, do not sound the trumpet as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. What we saw here, I don't want any professing Christian to get it twisted. You guys saw this man's funeral. You see him with a beautiful, a longtime girlfriend, you know, beautiful children. He bought the block, blah, 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 blah. All these worldly things that are just wonderful, right? And so you may be tempted to think that because he had this large memorial service where all of these people poured out, came out of nowhere to support him, to to say their final goodbyes to him, that that's where it's at. No, that was his reward. That was his reward. And guess what? He wasn't here to see it. He was not here to see it. And speaking on not being here to see it, and speaking on the fact that he wasn't able to actually enjoy any of the, the I guess, the, the praise that he got today. Speaking to that, let me play a clip from you from his sister. And it's going to be followed by a clip from Snoop Dogg regarding um, how they saw Nipsey Hussle. Okay. And I'll come back with the rest of my commentary. I love you. You're amazing. This world, this world was blessed to have someone so iconic walk and do what you did. You changed the game and I know without a doubt in my mind, everybody is going to move different because of you. You know, you were 33 when he was taken from this world, and that's not a coincidence. Jesus died at 33. You was our Jesus. 
He was put down here to wake people up, to inspire people, to talk to them in a way that they could receive it. You know, he was the face of that. He was you. No matter what went on, you didn't. You didn't follow. You didn't change up. You know, most people fall because they can't weather the storm. And no matter what the storm was, you sit up with your head up and you faced it. And I'm gonna keep my head up and I'm gonna face everything. I'm gonna do everything I need to do in your name. And I love you and I thank you and I appreciate you. And we're gonna keep it going forever. I love you, Miss. And for those, and for those that knew Nipsey Hussle personally, you knew he had nothing but love for every gang member from Southern California. I don't care what neighborhood you was from. One conversation that me and Nip had once upon a time was, cuz, you know the uh, Trey's like your music too, cuz. He like, no, they don't, cuz. I'm like, yeah, they do. Everybody like our music, cuz. It ain't no, it ain't like that. When you make music and you come from the dirt, one thing about a neighborhood. We're going to respect another man from another neighborhood, even if he ain't from our neighborhood, if he come from where we come from. And I, I explained that to Nick. And when I was explaining it to him, he was, he was getting it, but he wasn't getting it. But I was like, look at what you're doing. You make records with YG. You made records with gang. You made records with problems. You're making records with bloods. Cripping and bloods making records, and y'all really love each other. Y'all bonding with each other. Y'all pulling up together. You and they neighborhoods. You loving them, and they loving you. You are a peace advocate, Nip. That's what you are. And the reason why I know this is because that's what I am. You know, real recognize real. I know what he is. I know what he was. And the marathon is going to continue. Look at the love. Look at the spirit. This man, I'm going to end it like this. This man got a letter from Barack Obama, man. My last words will be, for God so loved the world that he gave us a good crip. The late, great neighborhood, Nip. Rest in peace, girl. Okay, welcome back. So what you just heard were clips from um, Nipsey Hussle's sister, Samantha Smith, followed by um, rapper Snoop Dogg. And I'm sorry, both of those comments were blasphemous, okay? Um, their family truly believes that Nipsey Hussle was sent by God to send a message to the world. His father said that in an interview um, I believe it was with the with the USA Today. Um, let me see if I can find the article really quickly. I was just reading it earlier. Um, yes, um, his father said in the uh, let's see what date this was in the April 9th um, edition of USAToday.com that hustle was sent by God to give some love to bring us together uh, through the powerful lyrics in his music. Now, the, the, the exact quote stops after together. So he says, Hustle was sent by God to give us some love to bring us together, okay? Now, meanwhile, according to Jesus, 
He came to bring division. <laughs> Christ came to bring division. Um, he says, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Okay. That's Matthew 10, 34. Verse 10, 35 says, I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. So people are going to be divided for the sake of Christ. But mind you, in the last days, in these last days, the Antichrist spirit and the ultimate Antichrist, the son of perdition, the, the actual man to be revealed as the Antichrist, will seek to bring all religions um, together. Everyone, every, everyone that's in iniquity, everyone who is outside of Christ will be will be unified. OK, and so as you heard in Snoop's clip that, you know, it was Nipsey Hussle's goal to bring together the Bloods and the Crips. Mind you, they're not coming together under the bond of peace through the Holy Spirit. They're coming together for a prideful, um, self-righteous um, bonding to come together to say that they came together for peace sake as opposed to for Christ's sake. Um, and so I want you guys to keep that in mind, right? And then Snoop Dogg went so far as to twist... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. As the twist, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that those who believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. However, Snoop, for God so loved the world that he sent us a crip. Not Christ, but a crip. And somebody in that audience said, hey, man, I don't see, see people. Folks need to get that discernment up, man. This is, again, I don't think that, of course, I don't believe that Snoop nor Nipsey's sister nor Nipsey's father nor any of the artists that I've seen to depict um, Nipsey in a Christ uh as, as Christ, uh, I actually scrolled over, over a picture on my Instagram a few days ago that um, was of an uh, was of a Nipsey Hussle where an artist gave him a crown of thorns. OK, um, there was someone else who had a picture of him where he was on stage and there was a spotlight beaming down on him. And they decided that that made him look divine, a spotlight from a concert. OK, Um there's a deification of this young man based on his good works. This is all because of his good works. I want to be clear. Okay. Good works that he boasted about in his music. Okay. All right. So if people are this up in arms about a young man that they hadn't even heard much about up until recently, right? Now everyone's all of a sudden news outlets who probably would have never dreamed even desired to report on Nipsey Hussle or reporting on his funeral things like that if 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 people would galvanize around this man's quote-unquote legacy having not known much about him having not even probably truly fully investigated the things that he's done 
not saying that, you know, what he's done is it true. I'm saying that people just took it as just took it on someone else's word that he was a community activist and things like that. Right. If people would be willing to do that for a gangster rapper or a former gangster rapper who still had gang affiliations, how much more will people readily galvanize or gather around the idea of a man who's bringing, quote unquote, peace to the earth? who's bringing peace to the world or so they will believe so, right? How are they going to fare when the Antichrist actually comes and he's coming in with all lying wonders, right? That would deceive even the elect if it were possible. That's how strong it's going to be, okay? So for every Christian, every professing Christian who just went crazy and was, oh, who bought into the idea of of Nipsey Hussle being sent by God and all that stuff. For if, if any of you bought into that, examine yourself quickly. Because when the Antichrist comes and if you are still on this earth at that time, I don't know what to tell you, bruh. Sis, I don't know what to tell you. Get it together. Okay? People are deifying this young man or deifying this man who is now deceased. Right? People are deifying him. And that's scary. Okay? Jesus tells us in Matthew 24. Right? What does he say about um, the last days, about false Christ, right? Because then Jesus answered them. Well, first, let me back up. It says um, in Matthew 24, um, 3, his disciples are asking him, uh, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. Okay. Now these people are going to be saying they are the Christ. These people are going to be depicted as Christ. These people are going to be pushed off. That's what's going on. And let me not, let's not even get into the fact that, uh, Louis Farrakhan spoke at this memorial service. And he just received an award recently where he was uh, basically told, said to be the Messiah. Okay. Messiah and Christ, they, they, they one and the same. So there's no confusion. Well, maybe by Messiah, he meant something. No, they mean the Messiah. So they had this other Antichrist spilled spirit man at this event speaking. All manner of falseness, just foolishness. The, the, how people can actually listen to Louis Farrakhan and not like have a an aneurysm is like beyond me. Like this man, like makes my brain bleed. Like how in the world do people function after listening to him? Like, good gosh, the heresy, the blasphemy that comes out of his mouth. But hey, but speaking of the Antichrist spirit being fully in effect at this memorial service and throughout the coverage and just all that it has been the um, the celebration of life and legacy and death of Nipsey Hussle. Listen in to his mother. I think listen to his mother, the viral video that she made about what she um, believed, you know, about her son's fate, about his eternal fate. Just blew me out of the water 
But listen to what she says at the at the uh, memorial service, and I will come back with more commentary after that. I just want to say welcome. I couldn't write anything because every time I started writing, I could only write about three sentences and then I would get brain freeze. But um, I want to do something that is very new to me. So you have to give me a minute. Um, Okay, we're going to start here. Where's Dawit? Dawit, come join me, please. Samuel Askadam. Thank you for Sammy. That's not Sammy. That's Dawit, Askado. That's Sammy's dad. That's Irmius' dad. Okay. I feel... No, I know that we are all divine creatures. We are all divinity within. We don't need to look to the sky for God. God is within. I have perfect peace. I am happy. I am complete. I am strong. And if I can feel this way, so can you. We call on the creator of everything and on Mother Earth who sustains us. We call on the energies who guide and protect us as we make our way in life. We call on our ancestors to join us at this service. Joseph Boutet, Reginald Boutet, Augustine Green, John Green, Askadom, Gabriel, Gesai, Askadom, Masfin, Askadom, Amleset, Gabriel, and Adam, Gelskit. Okay. Um, and we ask those ancestors. Okay, first of all, I'm supposed to say Ashe. So we call on the, um, the answer, so say Ashe. And now I pour libations to the ancestors. And 
we ask those ancestors of Hermes Joseph Aspidel to keep him company on his journey. And we ask them to be there. I would ask that all of our ancestors guide and protect us and give us the gift of perfect peace. I pour libations, Ashe. Okay. Okay, I'm new to this, and I think that that's all, but I hope that you get the understanding that we're calling those ancestors into the service. And so we are also asking for areas to have safe transit to his final resting place. And so when he reaches his resting place, we are also asking for these ancestors to greet him. We ask that Joseph Boutet, that Reginald Boutet, that Augustine Green, that... Askodom Gabriel, Gazai Askodom, Masfin Askodom, Amnesset Gabriel, and Alam Okay, that they meet him also. Ashe. I want to tell you that I want to tell you that I stand a witness that everything is imperfect and divine. That was deep. Uh, that was Angelique Smith. That is uh, Nipsey Hussle's mother. Um, and what she was doing in that clip was, if you didn't hear her clearly, um, she was basically having a little bit of a seance. Um, I know there may be some listening who would disagree with my use of that term, but that's basically what she was doing. She was calling on the ancestors, calling on family members who have um, died in the past, uh, family members who are now deceased, um, to have them, uh, I guess, escort Nipsey Hussle to his final resting place. Um which I find challenging. I've never understood how people can, but anyway, um, she was basically having somewhat of a seance to call on the ancestors to greet Nipsey Hussle, to welcome him, I guess, to the spiritual realm. And um, she said something in her video 
I'm going to pull that up really quickly. Um, I'm not going to play the actual clip from the video. Um, For those of you who know, she had a video that was taken by a teacher whose students were concerned for Nipsey Hussle's mother, Nipsey Hussle's family in general. And the teacher um, went to her and had her share some words um, and with the students and she was basically Nipsey Hussle's mother was basically reassuring the students that all was well she was fine she was in perfect peace because she knows that her son is in a better place and that he's also still here um but when this clip went viral um the clip that went viral she had some things in there regarding not fearing death um, and how um, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't fear death. And I forget what she said, but the things that she said, if you weren't really listening, sounded like something that the Bible teaches. But she made a comment regarding how Nipsey Hussle is still here with her, which is what threw, um, which pretty much put me back on her scent, you know. Um, and I remember when I watched the clip initially and, and I saw that she said that, I'm like, wait, that's not a, that's not she don't understand you know the word and of course now having seen the full uh, memorial service and having a better understanding of you know what his family believes and it sounds like what Nipsey believed as well um I can you know definitely say that they're not Christians they don't believe in the God of the Bible but at the time that her original video went viral um you know I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt um, of course, still te- being willing to test it, but um, I I listened to that video and was like, maybe she just doesn't understand what happens with death. But when she made that comment regarding him still being here, I was like, no Christian would say that because if you know about the resurrection, if you believe the gospel, you should know that you know what happens to our what happens to the to, to us in death, right? Um, so really quickly, this is what she said in the full context of the video that I had to go back to watch to just basically confirm my suspicions that she wasn't speaking from a Christian perspective. Um, she says, um, she says, hello students. She's, she's speaking to the students. Hello students. I am Ermias's mother. Ermias is Nipsey Hussle. And I want you to know that I am so happy and that Ermias is here with me right now. I feel him. His spirit is right here with me. And I want you to know that death is not to be feared. I want you to know that we are spiritual beings first and we are having a physical experience that only lasts for a moment in time. When you die, as they call it, you are just becoming a baby in your spirit. You are just beginning to live your eternal life that never dies. Ermius will never die. You have him in your heart. Every time you think of Ermius, he lives. His spirit is everywhere now. You can talk to him. And he will talk back to you in your mind. Remember, remember him and you will be able to feel his presence. I don't want you to be traumatized. Hermes is more beautiful in death than he was in life. And she makes a few more comments about um, how when the day that he died and she got to see his body, he looked in, like he was in peace and he smelled good and all this other stuff. Um, and how basically all of the good works that he'd done in his life was had emitted some energy to his body, I guess, or to his face that made him look radiant and at peace. Um, So she continues on. She goes, death is not to be feared. Death is something to prepare yourself for. 
And when you walk this earth and you do good deeds for people and you are loving and kind, those are the things that will show on your face. So please don't fear death. Death is just the beginning of a wonderful world. And I tell myself, Ermius liked thrilling things. And now my son knows the mystery, the secret rather, to the mystery of life. And then she closes it with the um, chant that she said during the memorial service where she basically calls on the ancestors. And I'm not going to say that word because I ain't got time for the foolishness. Um, Filled with the Holy Spirit, but I ain't trying to dabble with the spiritual realm like that. Pass. No, thank you. Now, some of the things that are problematic with this young lady's, um, with his mother's, uh, calling on the spirits or the ancestors doing the funeral service is first of all um, when the dead are dead they're dead but the other thing that I've noted with the mom um, especially noting her speech at the memorial was her willingness to dabble in the spiritual realm um, so freely she mentioned something regarding um, going to an African science church or something like that I I think that's what she said I have to look it up I've never heard anything like that before but she mentioned something to that effect and um, it sounds like that church basically practices divination um, and she, you know I just want to let you guys know she did say that she was new to this she kept saying in the memorial that she's new to this so I'm of the mind that maybe she possibly once believed Maybe she was once a professing Christian. I don't know. I mean, I have no other, I don't have any evidence of that, but, you know, but she did say she was new to this. So it could be something she's dabbling in, you know, in her grief, or I'm not sure what it is, but I would pray that she would repent and come out of that. Because one thing that is definitely an abomination to the Lord is, you know, practicing the occult. Okay. Dealing with divination and spirit, uh, spiritism, I think is how we pronounce it. Um, it's in, I see Leviticus 19.31, give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord, your God. Um, also in Deuteronomy 18 verses 10 through 12, there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through fire or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer or one who interprets omens or a sorcerer or one who conjures spells or a medium or a spiritist or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. And so we've finally come to the end of today's episode. And I just want to um, close out by leaving you guys with a couple of final words, okay? Um, First off, um, I want to reiterate that of course, Wild Nipsey's works that he did while he was alive um, can be appreciated. Those works are not what um, define one as being in relationship with Christ, as one being um, saved, as one being uh, fit for heaven. Uh, Ephesians 2 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. 
For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And what uh, this is actually Ephesians 2, 9 through 10, sorry. And what these verses are basically saying is that any good works that we do in this life, right, are not what save us. The good works, though, that we do will be works that the Lord deems good, right? Feeding the poor is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, um, uh, giving out you know, housing or buying homes, that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with those things, but the motivation for doing them has to be from the desire to please the Lord. And one who is born again of the Holy Spirit has what they need to will and to do for God's good pleasure. Okay. As a Christian, one of the first things I think about after hearing of someone's death is whether they are in Christ. Um, I don't want to take anything away from their life's accomplishments, and I don't want to undermine any of their good deeds or any joy they may have brought to their loved ones and those who um, knew them. Uh, But if one dies without knowing Christ, their entire life was wasted. Whatever their legacy, whatever their accomplishments, whatever their charitable works, it doesn't benefit them at all, right? Right. It doesn't benefit them or those they impacted for eternity, right? Their legacy will pass away. This earth and everything in it will pass away. So if we're doing good works for the sake of a legacy, it's not going to last. If we're doing good works for the sake of the glory of man, men forget If we're doing good works for the sake of salvation, that's not the way. We are saved by grace through faith, right? In Christ alone, okay? So though Snoop put a whole twist on it, that was entirely incorrect. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If Nipsey Hussle did not believe in the begotten son. And on that note, I thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will see you in two weeks. Truth and Fire, the podcast has been brought to you by truthandfire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, let us know. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Verite e Fu. That's V-E-R-I-T-E-E-T-F-E-U. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We hope you'll join us next time. Thanks for listening.